The Reds' offense came to life on Thursday night, and Tyler Malley pitched two strong innings in his spring debut as the Reds beat the White Sox 7-4. Highlights coming up shortly, but first let's get some final thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Yet. Good one tonight for the Reds as they claim their third win of the Cactus League schedule. We've been talking a lot about the pitching, but let's talk about the offense first tonight because I thought one through five, we saw some good at-bats, some productive at-bats, and against Major League Pitching tonight. Even though Shogo Akiyama didn't get a hit, he also walked, scored a run after a stolen base. Castellanos, Moustakas, Suarez, and Barnhart all had good at-bats as well. Yeah, I think it takes you, – you've got to get into the 20-at-bat mark before things even remotely click. And I think we're starting to see that a little bit with some of our hitters that have been here the entire time. I think it's still going to be a bit of time before you see Shogo start to do what we saw in September. But I have no doubt that, that he will get there. But it, it, it's kind of fun to, to watch Castellanos, Moustakas, and Suarez when, when things are clicking. We saw a, a glimpse of that in about a two-week span last year uh, right there in September. And, and I think that is what the anticipation is for this ball club, for those guys, along with Votto and the rest of the crew, to, to really start to put things together um, where, you're, where you're on the attack. And it, this, was, this was not, I mean, this was a spring training game, but you could tell they were having fun and they were comfortable. And when you're having fun and you're comfortable with, with this type of talent, you can be dangerous. The pitching was uh, pretty solid early on as well. We got our first look at Tyler Malley. I, you seem pretty impressed by what he did today. Yeah, I, I look at, at body body language on the mound and the aggressiveness at the plate. When you feel good about yourself, you attack hitters. And I saw that with both Tyler Malley. I saw it with Wade Miley. Uh, both of those guys uh, came out and they looked very comfortable. They looked like their their stuff was was pretty crisp. Uh, breaking balls are not going to be there at this point in time, and you don't want them to be. You you want that to be a pitch that comes later in spring. But I, I was very pleased and very excited for what I saw tonight. Wade Miley tweaked his hamstring. We certainly hope that that is nothing serious. Reds over the White Sox, 7-4 in Goodyear. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. The Reds wasted no time getting on the scoreboard Thursday night with one out in the bottom of the first. Nick Castellanos blooped a single to left center, his first hit of the spring. After Mike Moustakas flew out, A. Eugenio Suarez went the other way and singled in the right field. Next up was catcher Tucker Barnhart. Here's the 0-1. And Barnhart drives one deep to the right center field alley, and nobody will get it. It bangs off the base of the wall. Castellanos will score. Suarez getting the wave around. The relay's mishandled. Suarez scores, and it's a two-run double for Tucker Barnhart. The Reds strike first. Tyler Malley, who was slated to be the number three starter this season, made his first appearance of the spring against Chicago, and in two innings, he was outstanding. He pitched a 1-2-3 first inning. Yoan Moncada led off the second with a double to left center, but then Malley bared down. Jimenez flew out. Nick Williams struck out swinging. Then Malley caught Adam Engel looking. Engel had a nice year, and he takes strike three over the outside corner. Fastball from Malley. His two innings are complete, allowed just one hit, struck out three. Lefty Wade Miley followed Malley to the mound, and it was his first appearance of the spring as well. With one out, he struck out Marco Hernandez, but it was a wild pitch, and Hernandez reached first base. But he wasn't there long. 
Hernandez now at first base, and we go back to the top of the order. Here's Tim Anderson. Picked the first, and he is out bigger than Dallas. Oh, my goodness. I think Hernandez may have been looking in the stands for a hot dog salesman. He gets picked off, and there's two down. The next two batters reached on a hit and an error, but then Tim Anderson grounded out, and the inning was over. The Reds added to the lead in the bottom of the third, and it was the top of the order who made things happen. Shogo Akiyama walked to lead off the inning against Ronaldo Lopez. Next up was Nick Castellanos. And he does come unglued, and it is deep to right center field, and it is keeping going, and it's gone. That's what I'm talking about. Home run for Nick Castellanos makes it 4 nothing Reds. Then it was Mike Moustakas' turn. Lopez back to the plate. Oh, this is hit high and deep, and you can kiss that baby goodbye off the top of the party deck as it rattles around like a ping-pong ball bouncing out of the stadium. Back-to-back home runs. Castellanos, Moustakas. It's 5 nothing Reds. Miley came out in the top of the fourth and struck out the first batter he faced. Elor Jimenez then tripled the center. Then with a 2-1 count on Mick Williams, he stepped off the mound and had to leave the game with a hamstring injury. Matt Pidich took over and struck out the two batters he faced to end the inning. Noe Ramirez took the mound in the top of the fifth. The first batter he faced was Jonathan Lucroy, and Nick Castellanos took one away from him. The signing of Lucroy... Pretty well makes him the White Sox backup catcher at this point. Behind you is Monty Grandal, the 1-2 pitch, and Lucroy loops one into shallow right field. Coming on in a hurry, and Castellanos with a slide reaches out and makes the catch. Great play. And it's all made possible by some great effort. Yeah, the, the first step for Castellanos was immediately in. He got a great read on the ball, no drop step. No read step. He was breaking in on contact, and it allowed him to have that feet-first sliding snag, and the ball was slicing away from him. He had to really reach out with that glove to be able to make that catch right there at the end. After that, Ramirez had some problems. He hit the next batter he faced, and then with two outs, walked Adam Eaton. Both runners moved up a base on a wild pitch. Then Chicago scored its first run on another wild one. One ball, two strikes. And here it is, in the dirt, outside, off of Rocky Gale, and high off the screen behind home. One run will score. But up to third base, Eaton, he holds there. And that's another changeup from Ramirez that he got way over the top of and spiked it straight in front of home plate. Cam Bedrosian came on to pitch the top of the sixth, and the first batter he faced was Eloy Jimenez. I don't I, I do not understand the infatuation with boiled peanuts. Jimenez unloads. He hammers this. That might have gone over the scoreboard in left field. Hanging breaking ball. Jimenez has the hardest part of the cycle out of the way tonight. A triple and now a home run. Rather rude greeting for Cam Bedrosian. Now 5-2 Reds. Bedrosian rebounded and got the next three batters out he faced. The Reds got one of those runs back in the bottom of the sixth. Aaron Bummer retired the first two batters he faced, but then he walked D. Strange Gordon. Tyler Naquin struck out but reached first base on the wild pitch. That brought Alex Blandino to the plate 
and he delivered. Joey, if you're listening, I hope you're feeling all right. Recover quickly the pitch. Blandino drives this one high in the air to right field. Hit pretty well. Going back, Adolfo at the wall, and it's high off the wall. Strange Gordon scores. Naquin right behind him to score. Blandino into second with a two-run double. The Reds lead back to five. It's seven to two. Sal Romano, who needs to have a good spring to make the Reds team, came on to pitch the seventh. He put a couple of runners on base, but struck out the final two batters he faced. Hector Perez pitched the eighth for Cincinnati, and he gave up two runs, but it wasn't all his fault. He put the first two runners on base, then a fielding error brought the first run home. Then the second run scored on some not-so-good defense. Swing and a broken bat right back to the pitcher. Perez gloves it, throws the first. They get the out. Runner coming home. The throw's not in time. Perez froze the runner at third momentarily. And then when the runner stopped, he just spun and threw to first. He had him dead to rights if he would have ran after him, but he didn't. Well, that, that was the key. He did not run after the runner and make him commit. The guy at first is not going to score. The guy at third was dead to rights because the runner from second was already standing at third. Just because the guy stops doesn't necessarily mean that you turn and throw to first. And Hector Perez just gave the White Sox a run there. Jesse Biddle pitched a scoreless ninth, and the Reds win their third game of the spring. Here are the totals. For Cincinnati, seven runs, nine hits, three airs. They stranded four base runners. For Chicago, four, seven, zero, and ten left on base. Reds manager David Bell spoke after the game, and he was asked about the injury to Wade Miley. Um, I have not seen Wade since he walked off the field when I went out. To the mound he was speaking more of like his knee um i thought it was gonna uh sound like a some sort of knee issue um but then the what the report i saw now was uh maybe it had something to do with his hand like lower hamstring and he was feeling it down by his knee um uh that's about all i know right now it looked like you just kind of threw one pitch and then kind of walked around and then you guys came out did something just happen on that one last pitch he threw uh, as far as I know, yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think, I don't think he was feeling it before then, but I didn't have a whole lot of time to speak with him, so we'll we'll have more information tomorrow. And then, independent to that, how do you think he looked? He looked good. I mean, it, it's you know unfortunate. Um, hopefully, it's minor, um, but uh, you know his pitches looked good. You know, he was getting some. Uh, some some chases with his pitches and uh, his cutter looked to be good. Um, it looked like Wade Miley pitching, you know, looked looked good. So um, that was a good sign, and we just have to be hopeful that he'll um, this won't be too much of a setback. Uh, you know, you hate to see him go through anything. I mean, I guess the bright side, you know, nothing with his his arm, anything like that. But uh, so. Hopefully he, you know, because it's a leg injury, hopefully he can get back pretty quick. As mentioned, it was a good first outing for Tyler Malley, and he talked to the media after the game. Well, Tyler, uh, how, how'd you feel? Looks, uh, sounded great. Yeah, I felt good. Uh, you know, uh, everything was, you know, doing what it was supposed to do. I lost it a little bit uh, there to Abreu, but uh, got him to ground out and then uh, had a strong next inning. Yeah, everything felt really good. You know, you, you had the B game, and, and sometimes those are so weird just because of uh, you're on a backfield and you're facing guys who are just jumping on stuff. What is the difference between those games and, and even a spring training game, even if those games don't count? 
Um, I mean, you're still going out and competing, you know, you're, you don't want to go out and just get hit around. So, um, I mean, for me, maybe, maybe the adrenaline isn't there, you know, um, early, early game on the backfield. Um, but, uh, so, so that's, that's the main thing. You feel, you just, you have a lot more adrenaline when you're in the stadium, you have fans. And I didn't realize till I was done pitching, that it was the first time I threw in front of fans in a year. Um, so that was cool, but yeah, you don't really notice them, but uh, yeah, just the adrenaline. That's, that's the biggest thing. It looked like you had a lot of swings and misses on your fastball. What was the reason that was able to be the case? Um, just well located. Um, um, I think I was, I was throwing pretty hard and it was coming out pretty good. Um, and, and then everything, like my slider and split were good too. So that probably helped uh, get them off the fastball a little bit. It was only two innings, but just with the way your stuff was feeling, does it feel close to ready for the season? Uh, yeah, I mean, I felt good. I felt like if 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 that was the feeling in in, in the regular season that I had, um, then I, I would be uh, pretty happy with that, yeah. Friday night, the Reds are in Peoria, Arizona, to take on the Seattle Mariners. It'll be the Cactus League debut of right-hander Luis Castillo. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 825 Cincinnati time. First pitch is set. 840. Again, the final score from Goodyear Ballpark on Thursday night, the Reds 7 and the White Sox 4. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap.